Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about tussock moths. The term tussock moth is a name given to small moths that come from certain caterpillars who are covered in a thick hair and have patches of hair that clump together in tufts. Think almost like those boar bristle brushes that have the two different lengths of bristles. They're kind of like that. Or, I mean, if you want real pictures, you can visit our Instagram at bugplugpod. The word tussock is thought to come from the 16th century as an alternate dialect for tusk or tuft. Basically, it's used for the tufts that are longer than other hairs. The term also applies to grass that grows taller than other grasses around it. I feel like those last two things I said don't relate to bugs. I'm so sorry. We're moving on, I promise. There are 2,500 to 2,700 species of tussock moths. But before we get into our specific topic today, Let's discuss moths compared to butterflies. We usually think of butterflies as these bright, beautiful things, while moths are thought of as boring or almost gross. Butterflies are typically brighter and bigger than moths. There are some moth species that are much bigger than the average butterfly, but we'll get into those another day. And butterflies are also active during the day. Moths, however, are more dully colored and are mostly nocturnal or active at night. When I say moths are dully colored, most moths, again, like the size thing, there are some that are pretty bright and we'll get into them another time, I promise. Another key difference between the two is what they do with their wings while not flying. Butterflies fold theirs up while moths just bring theirs over their abdomen and cover it kind of like a blanket or a tent. Both moths and butterflies are insects, meaning they have a head, an abdomen, and a thorax with six legs. Both make great pollinators and start their lives as caterpillars. Super similar, right? So if caterpillars turn into both moths and butterflies, how can you tell the difference before they undergo their metamorphosis? In short, you can't always. Caterpillars are simply the young of their particular species that may be a moth or it may be a butterfly. Each caterpillar has certain characteristics that make it identifiable if you know what you're looking for. For example, if you look up what a monarch caterpillar looks like, it's incredibly distinct. After seeing it, this spring you may see one and just know that that one turns into a butterfly. It's not like the caterpillar gets to pick what it turns into. It's determined by genetics. Just like your genetics may have you go bald as you get older, caterpillar genetics say whether it'll be a moth or a butterfly. Okay, so moths and butterflies are different, and caterpillars can turn into either a moth or a butterfly, but they don't get to pick. That's a lot of background information before we get into our topic for the day, but I thought it was needed. Alright, moving right along. Earlier, we said there are like 2,500 to 2,700 species of tussock moths. Do you want to hear about all of them? We'd be here forever, and we're not doing it. 
Instead, we're going to learn about the milkweed tussock moths. If you know anything about monarch butterflies, I promise last time we talked about butterflies. I don't promise. I don't know. We might talk about them again. But monarch butterflies are often known to eat milkweed as larvae. If you plant milkweed for the monarchs, you've probably seen today's topic. But we'll get into that more in a minute. Or like less than a minute. In like 45 seconds, we'll talk about that. Before we get to the moths, let's talk about their caterpillars. Because that's the reason I chose these. The caterpillars of milkweed tussock moths are so cute. They remind me of those guinea pigs with the crazy hair. You know the ones. They look like they were in a dryer for the last five years of their lives. They're very cute. They're black. The moths, not guinea pigs, but also some guinea pigs. They're black with orange tufts and are adorable. Because of their colors, they're often called milkweed tiger moths. If you're confused, the moths are named based off the caterpillar appearance, but the moths' abdomens do remain the black and orange of the caterpillars, so that's pretty cool. If you plant milkweed to help the monarch population, you've helped these little guys too. They're called milkweed tussock moths for a reason. Their caterpillars are often found on milkweed, eating up the plant that many plant specifically for the monarchs. If you planted something for butterflies, but instead see all these furry little caterpillars eating up the plant, would you be mad? Most people are. There has been more and more discussion on whether or not those trying to help the monarchs should get rid of the milkweed tussocks. Surprise, surprise, killing one caterpillar to help another one is a bad plan. Both happen to enjoy the same plants, but it's not like the tussocks are killing the monarchs. If you grow milkweed for monarchs, but instead get milkweed tussocks, that's okay. Okay, I'm recording this in January, which is winter in my hemisphere. All the milkweed tussock caterpillars have eaten all the milkweed leaves, enjoying the latex sap that the leaves contain. Now, they're in hairy cocoons on the milkweed stems and will emerge this late spring or early summer as these little brown moths. If you have milkweed plants, be sure to look for the cocoons, then keep an eye out as the moths emerge when it gets warmer outside. The milkweed tussocks can be found as far north as Canada and as far south as Florida, as far west as Montana or Texas. It's a lot of land to cover. The moths themselves are harmless, but you do have to be careful with the caterpillars. While they aren't poisonous or venomous, their little hairs can cause itchy, painful rashes. Do you remember the difference between poisonous and venomous? It's not important for this episode, so I won't go over it again. If you forgot, you can look it up. I'm also pretty sure it was in the Velvet Ant episode, so if you listen to that, we talk about it there. It's there. You know it. You can look it up if not. So we've talked about the caterpillars and the moths. Are you curious how they go from one to another? Let's look at their life cycle. Eggs hatch in the summer with the larvae emerging. The hundreds of larvae hang out on the plant together, just feasting, like Thanksgiving, but with babies. They grow and sprout hairs, turning into the cute little caterpillars. Do you remember the Very Hungry Caterpillar book? All caterpillars are very hungry, just munching away. The milkweed tussock caterpillars can easily eat a whole milkweed plant. So they eat and eat until the weather starts to change and then they build their cocoons. 
Have you heard them referred to as a chrysalis? Well, a cocoon is a structure that caterpillars turn into moths inside. They're typically stuck to the underside of leaves or stuck completely to a structure where a chrysalis is what the caterpillars that turn into butterflies use to, you know, turn into butterflies. They're usually free hanging. So there's like a one spot that sticks to a leaf or a structure and the rest kind of hangs down. And they are made out of different materials, but that's basically the main difference is a cocoon sticks to a structure entirely where a chrysalis just sort of dangles. So once the moth builds its cocoon, it will st What's going on in there? I'm so glad you asked because the answer is a lot. The caterpillar's body basically digests itself, leaving a weird goo inside the cocoon. From there, the cells of the goo are used to make a new body for the moth. This process is called holometabolism. That's a fun word. It's a fun word, holometabolism. This process takes about four weeks for the milkweed tussock moths. Other species can be done in just two weeks, while some take a few months. Once they're in a whole new body, the milkweed tussock moths emerge from their cocoons and live for between two and three months. They'll lay eggs before they die and the cycle of life continues. At this point in writing, I realize that this might be my longest episode and as I'm recording, that feels right. We're gonna wrap up here. So I feel like we've learned a lot today. Let's do a really quick review. Moths are similar to butterflies, but they are totally different things. Their caterpillars are very similar, and it may be hard to tell them apart. The milkweed tussock moths start out as cute little caterpillars covered in black and orange fur. If you see one, leave it alone. It can cause a painful rash. The caterpillars build a cocoon, turn to goo, become a moth, live for three or four months, lay eggs, die, eggs hatch. It's a cycle, it goes on. You remember the Lion King and they sing that whole song about the circle of life? It's that. Thank you for learning with me today. I'll see you next time here on the Bug Plug Podcast. The caterpillars, caterpillars, caterpillars. There's an R, caterpillars caterpillars the caterpillars of <laughs> oh i'm making myself laugh now